0: Good morning. It is Kale and Company live right here on WKXL and HTalkRadio.com. We are delighted to have you with us here on this snowy Monday morning. Went out to uh, check my car uh, before coming to work today. and uh, There was a maybe uh, oh, half to three quarters of an inch. Of, of snow on the car, easy to uh, to brush it off, but uh, it is that time of year, folks. And uh, I know all the Concord schools are on a, a two-hour delay today, which uh, made the commute a little bit easier. It was like a summer day in in that regard, that you didn't uh, have to battle the uh, the school traffic. But I honestly don't know if they really needed a two-hour delay today, but they got it. It's, it's always debatable. You always say, well, in my day, I used to walk a mile to school barefooted in 6 inches, 12 inches of snow. No, no. well, things have changed. Things have changed over the years. So, at any rate, a two-hour delay for all the uh, Concord schools today. So, I get in here to our plush but not overly ostentatious WKXL Studios on Reddington Road and boy things have, have really I mean well it's a, it's just amazing now coffee all made here and and even cat our my boss general manager got me a cup of coffee today I mean really it should be the other way around don't you think but she brought me not only a cup of coffee but a, cop, a cup of coffee in a real mug in a real mug, not not a not a paper cup, a real, real ceramic mug. And there are candy canes up there. I don't know where those candy canes came from, but
1: came from a uh, producer, Andrew.
0: Andrew, yes. I'll tell you, you know what. Since Andrew has arrived on the scene, Cat, you know things have uh, have have changed for the better.
1: Yeah, Andrew's been a good addition to the team. He's
0: been a great addition. Yeah, to the team.
1: Yeah, he's uh, picking up quick too. It's Be- great
0: between the two of you guys, man. I know. I'm spoiled in here.
1: You, truly.
0: I just kind of have to show up. You
1: just kind of are there. And, and, it's great. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, uh, <laughs> it you know, it was a nice commute today. A very picturesque, you know, a little snow on the trees. And, uh, you know, it's as they say, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. It, 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 it Christmas things up a little bit. Uh, with the, the little bit of snow that we had, the itty-bitty snow that we had, uh, uh, beginning, you know, like late yesterday afternoon and uh, sporadically uh, off and on uh, overnight, and uh, I guess it warranted in the eyes of those who make those decisions, a, a two-hour delay in Concord today. So it made our commute just a, a little bit easier uh, on, this, uh, on this Monday morning. Concord did a good job. Uh, On the roads. And uh, so we're all here in one piece. A cup of coffee in a ceramic mug and uh, dreaming about a candy cane uh, later on. Thanks to uh, Andrew. Is Andrew, you know, because my back is to the the technical area of this operation. Is Andrew running the board today?
1: Not today. Oh,
0: not today. We're getting not there, today. though. Not today. Not yeah. today. Okay. We've got to
1: do a slow crawl with this. There's a lot to cover.
0: <laughs> there is a lot. There is a lot to cover. There mm-hmm. is a lot to cover. There's there's no doubt about that. Today, by the way, is National Cookie Day. It's National Cookie Day today. So I, I didn't see any cookies up there, but that's okay. I mean, they're candy canes. And you know what I like to do with a, with a cup of tea? Not necessarily coffee. Uh, with a cup of tea, I like to dip the candy canes in a cup of tea. Really? Yeah. Wow, have I've you never ever... heard of that. No, no,
1: well, that's awesome. I want to do that.
0: It, it, you really because it, it, you know, it, uh, yeah, you know, obviously it melts the the candy cane a little bit, but you get that candy cane taste uh, in the cup of tea. So that's a, that's a good thing to try. Uh, so looking forward to a uh, candy cane after the show today. It's also National Sock Day, uh, Santa's List Day. You better get that list ready, folks. If you don't have it prepared, because Hey, this is December 4th. December the 4th, folks. You know what happens. You know what happens. What is it? Three weeks from today, right? Three weeks from today is Christmas? Let's see, next week would be the 11th and the 18th and then the 25th. That's right, three weeks from today. So get that list ready and and get it to Santa Claus. It's also uh, Walt Disney Day and where? Brown Shoes Day. I no, I don't know where they come up with this stuff, but, but uh, you know, somebody does. Somebody uh, very uh, creative comes up with these days to celebrate. Uh, Kat, cat. Uh, do you have a, a favorite uh, Walt Disney movie?
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. I know
0: there are so many of them, but. Uh,
1: I, okay, two. There yeah, are two. two. My top favorite is Beauty and the Beast.
0: Okay. I love That's it. That's right up there for me. That's um, right. I love the the uh, the music in, in Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. then
1: my second favorite in regards to story and music, of course, is Hunchback of Notre
0: Dame. Really?
1: Oh, it's stunning. Hercules is a, is my third. Sure. Hercules. That's a bop. Yes. That shows a bop.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, you know what? I, uh, I'm trying to think. There's one line when I saw that movie Hercules in the theater uh, with, I, I can't remember if it was one or both of my daughters. Uh, and and the, the kids say, call IXII, which would be 911. Oh. Call IXII. That, I, that line. Just, just made me laugh out loud. When you know they said to Hercules, call IXII, or, or they said it to somebody. I can't remember the context of it now, but uh, that that was uh, obviously back in Hercules' day. Nine one one, right? So it was. I, it always, I love that. It always stuck with me. But if I, if I was asked to come up with a favorite, it would be Mary Poppins.
1: That's a classic.
0: Mary Poppins classic. would be my favorite Disney movie of all time. But Andrew you, was in that show. What's that? Yeah. You were in the show? He was in the show. Andrew was?
1: Yeah, he was.
0: Oh, wow. Well, what Did he play the dad?
1: Yeah, he played Bert.
0: Oh, Bert. Oh, yeah. my goodness. That's a that's a demanding role. It
1: is. It it's is. a
0: very demanding singing and dancing kind of role. And I remember I, I I said for years that uh, Mary Poppins came out in 1965 uh, and uh, the movie did. And I said, you know, I wonder I wonder why they have never turned this into a Broadway show. I mean, it would be perfect. Right. It'd be perfect for a Broadway show. And, you know, many years later, they did. And uh, I remember uh, being with both of my daughters. We went to the Broadway show. And and uh, it was just amazing, uh, you know, with Bert, you know, climbing the walls and being up on the ceiling, and uh, mm-hmm. just it was just an amazing uh, production. But I I never realized that. Uh, uh, Andrew played Bert. That's a that's a great role. Yeah, great.
1: he he was just telling me apparently he had a seven minute tap dance number. Wow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Insane. Yeah. yeah. I um. Are, are you coming to see Christmas Carol?
0: I hope so. I hope so too. I hope so.
1: Yeah. Grab that, your tickets that, soon. That's
0: coming up this weekend. Right. Two we
1: No. Chew, luckily next week. No. Uh, yeah. It's next weekend. Next weekend.
0: Well, the yeah this this coming weekend. This though, coming right? weekend. Yes, right, yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Friday Saturday. Sunday, mm mm-hmm. and uh the beautiful uh beautiful colonial theater uh in downtown Laconia. So it was a great show. I saw it last year, and uh you know as as they say, you know it gets bigger and better every year, right?
1: Oh, and, yes, yeah, it's a little different this year, too, oh really. We have 75 people in the cast this year.
0: What were the last year? The quick big cast last year? It was, about,
1: I think it was around 40, 45-ish. Oh wow. But this is much more, it's immersive, it's bigger, and it's going to be lovely. So, definitely come and check wow. it out. Wow,
0: That that is something. And <laughs> I, I would imagine that uh, tickets are going rapidly.
1: They are. But Orchestra seats pretty much every night are sold out.
0: That is great. Yeah. That, I, you know, I'm so glad. I mean, there was that... Uh, lull period during COVID and, uh, you know, for a while after COVID that people were not going to their uh, local theaters and not not supporting the arts because uh, they didn't want to be out in public. But now uh, things are pretty much uh, back to normal. You can see uh, great live performances again. People are turning out and uh, it, it is great to have the, the theater scene and the local music scene. Uh, Back to, uh, you know, what's what's I would have to say about 100 percent, you know, right now after that uh, COVID lull, uh, if you will, that uh, really uh, lasted a couple of years uh, anyway. And now things are pretty much back to normal. But check it out. uh, The Christmas Carol, Colonial Theater, downtown Laconia, great theater, great production. And uh, I know you will enjoy it. There is no uh, doubt about that. And very exciting news here, too, at uh, at WKXL. I'm going to tease that. I'm not going to say what, what it is. But we have uh, some uh, new programming starting today right here on WKXL. I'm not going to tell you. I'll tell you later on radio tease, folks. It's Kale & Company Live. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental with individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. Learn more and find your plan at deltadentalcoversme.com. Our great... Hockey East guru John Leahy is coming up next. He is in the on-deck circle, swinging a couple of bats, and uh, he'll be with us right after these messages. Right here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Stay with us. We welcome you back. It is Kale & Company live here on this Monday morning. A little snow on the ground. Uh, To me, it's invigorating. I I don't ski. I don't snowmobile. I don't do really much of anything. Uh, But it it does make you feel like you you get in the holiday spirit when you get your... Well, it's not the first snow, but... uh, it was on my car this morning, and uh, Concord had a two-hour delay for all schools. So it makes it makes me feel like Christmas. Puts me in the mood. Puts me in the holiday spirit, as, as it were. Uh, so that must mean it's time for holiday spirits. Uh, and and uh, somebody that is always in good spirits is my good friend, our Hockey East guru, John Leahy. John, good morning to you.
2: Yeah, good morning, uh Glad that you guys got a little bit of snow up there, like you said, it puts you in that uh, festive type of an atmosphere. Uh, you know,
0: so I, I I'm feeling very festive this morning, John. I, I really <laughs> am. Uh, but uh, and I, it was the snow, and it wasn't much. Believe me, it wasn't much. Uh, but it just it's just, just enough uh, to put you in that in that holiday spirit. And not only that, but I come in here this morning, John, to our uh, WKXL studios, and uh, you know, there's a fresh pot of coffee brewing and there are candy canes on the table i i I mean you know i never had it had it so good you know really it was (laughs) it was great the schools had a two-hour delay in concord there was no no school buses on the road uh it was it was great so uh there there it is all in in a nutshell it was it's been a good monday morning so far and your presence on the program john leahy makes it even better
2: Oh, thank you, Chad. It's, uh, it's always a thrill for me to be here and uh, talk a little hockey east with
0: you. Well, we're going to talk more than that because I, I do want to mention uh, that uh, this coming Wednesday evening, John Leahy once again will be flown in at no expense uh, <laughs> to to entertain the city of Concord at the Bank of New Hampshire stage during their uh, first Wednesday of every month Open mic, and and John will be uh, on stage Wednesday in downtown Concord. John, I I can't wait.
2: Yeah, I can't either, Ken. You know, it's uh, it's always a big thrill for me to come up there and play. And uh, I've been making a commitment to try and, and get out and uh, do open mics once, or you know, maybe even twice a month. I know I, you know, I do it in my hometown quite a bit down here in Massachusetts. But you know, anytime I can take my show on the road, it's a lot of fun and. Uh, my only regret is that they only let you play three songs. I mean, you just get warmed up after three songs, you know, but uh, it is what it is, and, and I'm looking forward to coming up and playing on what
0: Well, I, I think you will love the venue. I I, I really and truly do. It's, it's a great venue. Lots of uh, terrific uh, shows have been there since it opened a few years ago, and uh, just a great addition to downtown Concord, and And I think you'll be very pleased to see uh uh, what uh, Concord has to offer in the Bank of New Hampshire stage, which uh, uh, you will be standing on uh, on uh, Wednesday evening. What what time does it get underway? It's uh, like seven. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm,
2: uh, I'm planning. Uh, on, I'm planning on getting there around six. and yeah. uh, just uh, taking in the atmosphere for a little bit. We'll see how the sign-up process goes. It's different at every venue. Oh, but, sure. Uh, yeah, you know. But uh, I am looking forward to making the trip north. It's always. Uh, Worth the one hundred mile trip each way for me, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing as many people as uh, as possible that want to come out.
0: John Leahy flown in at no expense. There, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> it's the flown in at no express tour uh, with, with featuring John Leahy. Uh, there you go. Are you going to? Uh, I know you only have a limited time on on Wednesday. Uh, are you going to mix in any uh, holiday tunes? Well, you know, I never released my set. Oh, that's I, I, true. I yeah, I tried. I tried, folks. I tried. <laughs> I did my best. I thought I might, you know, sneak it in on him on a Monday morning, but no, he never does. John never releases the set list.
2: No, because if I release the set list, then there's no there's no surprise. There's no mystery. There's no intrigue. Uh, you got to keep the audience um, guessing. I guess, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, one thing I do know, one, one thing I, I can guarantee, folks, that when John is on stage, uh, as, uh, as he's performed and conquered many times in the past at another venue, but he, he whips the crowd into a frenzy. Uh, no matter what has come before in the open mic and what might come after, John is guaranteed to whip the crowd into a frenzy. And, and the great part about uh, what John does is most of the songs that he plays, if not all, are familiar uh, to most people. So, John, you get a lot of people that that chime in and uh, sing along with you.
2: Yeah, it's important to to engage the audience and then try to get them to, uh, you know, in, involve themselves. Um, that's the really the strategy of any great entertainer. So, uh, you know, you don't have a lot of songs to play in those uh, circumstances. So. Uh, you got to make the songs you choose count, and um, especially when you're limited to three. So, uh, I have not made the set list yet. I, ah. will, work on, I will work on that uh, probably tomorrow at some point, uh, in between uh, prep of games and whatnot. So, uh, hopefully, it'll be uh, you know a, a good set that people will enjoy.
0: Making every minute count, John. Making it groovy, right? There you go. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly <laughs> well, right. Well, I'm putting off the inevitable, John, because uh, I, I know uh, your team, the uh, Merrimack College Warriors, had a couple of games uh, o- over the weekend, and it looks to me as if the uh, uh, coming into the season, Boston University was ranked number one in the nation, and it looks like they're getting things in high gear right now. Yeah, they really are. Uh,
2: two games this uh, weekend at Merrimack, uh, at Merrimack and at BU, uh, we really got a sense of how good this Boston University team is. You know, I got a chance to see Macklin Celebrini up close in the, in the, on the ice for the first time, and boy, he's uh, he's the real deal. 17 years old, he's the youngest uh, mm. college hockey player in the country, and uh, he, he really is a special player. And uh, Friday night's game was interesting, Ken, because we had 103 combined penalty minutes. Wow. And the, uh, the fire alarms went, were tripped <laughs> in the second period. <laughs> oh, you're kidding. So, so we're on ESPN Plus broadcasting the game, and all of a sudden the fire alarms come on, and, and uh, we have to delay the game. And there was some talk of whether we were going to get evacuated out into the parking lot. Uh, but uh, fortunately, the alarms were not on for long, and they they took the teams off the ice. And because of all the penalty minutes, they had to suspend the game uh, late in the second period. We resumed it uh, after a uh, after a
0: break. So, uh,
2: sort of a, a full moon type of a game at Lawler Arena. On Friday wow!
0: Night. Wow! Yeah. That that is and, something.
2: And strangely enough, it's not the first time we've we've had that happen. There was a game back in 2014 against Vermont where the fire alarms were tripped, and then. In that game we had to go out into the parking lot so uh, uh, it was a very strange night but uh, BU won the first night. Then the second night on Saturday, uh, Merrimack actually had a 2-1 to lead after two periods. Merrimack played a terrific first period uh, but BU scored four goals in the third to win it 5-2 so uh, the Terriers sit atop Hockey uh, hockey. That's the way it's going to be going into the holiday break. Uh, there's only one more league game and that's going to be at Boston College this Saturday with Providence playing at BC but the uh, BU is in control of the standings right now, Ken. They're up by seven over both Maine and BC. Maine had a, a terrific weekend as they won both their games, too. So uh, BU is second in the pairwise as well, and Maine is third. And, uh, you know, you've got BC at number five, and Providence is eighth in the pairwise. UMass is 10th, and UNH is tied for 12th. So you have the top six teams in Hockey East uh, right there in terms of the national conversation.
0: Uh, that is really something, but not necessarily uh, un- unusual, because uh, I think a-, a lot of people feel and uh, rightfully so that it is the uh, top uh, college conference in the country when it comes to, to hockey. And uh, BU, after uh, you know, not not the best of starts, they didn't get out of the gate uh, as quickly as some people thought, but now they're they're hitting stride and they they are absolutely dangerous and are a top. The standings by uh, seven points, as you mentioned, over B.C. and uh, Maine. And I know that game uh, in Orono, Maine, on uh, Friday night, uh, UNH and Maine. Maine won that one. Uh, but I- I'm told that the people were lined up like from uh, like noontime to get into that game on, on Friday night at the Alphond Arena in Orono.
2: Yeah, and as a matter of fact, they had to turn students away. Uh, they-, they turned a bunch of students away that tried to – Get tickets. You know, uh, if you've ever seen a game up there in Orono, uh, the the arena is, is not one of the largest ones. Uh, it sells out fast. And, uh, yeah, so it was packed. The, the border battle between you and, H and Maine is always special. And uh, a nice win for Maine. And, uh, you know, the Black Bears are a dangerous team. I've seen them a couple of times this year. And uh, they're going to challenge for the top spot, no question.
0: John, can you stay with us for a couple of minutes? I sure can, yes. All right. I didn't know whether you had a game today or, or not, but uh, at any rate, John Leahy will stay with us, and uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more Hockey East, uh, maybe uh, mention of uh, <coughs> the Patriots uh, coming up as well. And uh, we'll be right back. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental, and uh, you can check them out at Delta Dental coversme.com. Back in a flash right here, WKXL nhtalkradio.com. Keep it right where it is. Welcome back. Kale and Company live here on WKXL nhtalkradio.com. Presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Our good friend John Leahy was kind enough to uh, stick around uh, after the break. And, uh, John, I know you do your share of uh, junior hockey games, and uh, I, I'm doing some uh, this year for the uh, New Hampshire Mountain Kings of the uh, North American Hockey League playing at Tritown town Ice Arena in Hooksup. But I've got to tell you just quickly, uh, my athlete of the, of the weekend, anyway, is uh, a youngster. He's only, uh, I believe, 18 years old. Aries Karangie who played in goal uh, Saturday night for the uh, Rochester Junior Americans of the North American Hockey League. Now, get this, John. Uh, Rochester uh, was down on on Saturday morning to their e- emergency, emergency, like the second emergency goaltender. So, yeah. so they had to do something about it. So they were familiar with uh, Ares Karanji, who lives – in the Philadelphia area. Yep. And uh, so they, uh, they got in touch with him at uh, 5.30 a.m. on Saturday morning in Philadelphia to see if he could possibly make it up for a uh, 7.30 game that night in Hooksett. Wow. So uh, he agreed to it. Uh, but first, but first... He had, he, played, he plays for a team in the Philadelphia area, a junior team, uh, not as uh, high uh, up in the junior rankings as the NAHL, but a, a league somewhat below that. So he had, to, uh, he had to be in goal for that game 8 o'clock in the morning in the Philadelphia area on Saturday. Then uh, he and his dad uh, got in the car right after that game in the Philadelphia area, uh, drove to Hooksett, got there like an hour uh, before the game. Uh, he was not familiar uh, with any of his teammates. Uh, had had never played with uh, any of them, or at least to the best of my knowledge. Uh, they gave him the uniform. He got in in goal. He gave up a goal within uh, the first minute of the game uh, to the uh, New Hampshire Mountain Kings, but did not give another one up. The rest of the way. Wow. And, and uh, the uh, Rochester Junior Americans wound up beating the Mountain Kings on Saturday 7-1 to with Aries Karangi uh, in goal for Rochester. So he won two games that day. One in the Philadelphia area and one in Hooksett, New Hampshire. Wow, that is quite a story. <laughs> it, is... it it truly is. And I mean to, to come in and and just, you know, you know, put on the uniform an hour before the game, take warm up with the team and and to win it and to play as well as he did. And he did play very very well. Uh it was uh, was was really something. Now, the other part of that story is uh, he, he drove back. I, I, I got this information from his dad. I, I had a chance to talk to his dad who drove him up. And I said, do you have to go right back uh, tonight? And uh, he said, uh, yes. And I said, oh, why do you have to go back so quickly? Well, we're going to the Eagles game tomorrow. <laughs> but I'm sure he was disappointed with that result uh, yesterday with the 49ers clobbering uh, the Eagles yesterday. But, but nonetheless, it was quite a story. But the rest of the story is that the Rochester Junior Americans are owned by the CEO of the Wegmans Corporation, the, the supermarket chain. Wow. And and the uh, apparently the the Wegmans private jet, the Wegmans Corporation private jet, which must be pretty big, was available this weekend. So these Rochester Americans, these junior Americans from Rochester, New York, got a charter flight back from uh, Manchester to Rochester. Wow. Probably that took is. probably took like 45 minutes, right, or less, but <laughs> but, indeed, it was a charter flight. I mean, uh, I was talking with their, their broadcaster and, uh, you know, a young guy, and uh, he said he had never been on a charter flight. I said, in 17 years, I, I did Manchester Monarchs hockey, uh, I had one charter flight. And that was from from, uh, Manchester to St. John's, Newfoundland, when uh, the Monarchs were in the AHL playoffs up there. But, uh, uh, man, can you imagine that? A charter flight for a a junior hockey team, John. That's almost unheard of, right? Wow, that
2: Uh, sounds like a very fun weekend you had. And uh, you're always looking for those great stories. And uh, that's one that you'll remember for a long, long time. It reminds me of... Uh, the time Joel Youngblood was traded, and he got two hits in two cities yeah. on the same day.
0: Uh, people know, he, would not believe that, but it, it's true. It's true. Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. I, I think he was playing for
0: uh, he was playing for the Mets,
2: I believe, and he had a hit at Wrigley Field. And then uh, after the game, he found out he was traded. He got on a plane, flew to Philadelphia, and he came up as a pinch hitter for the Montreal Expos. And he got a hit in Philadelphia. So. Uh, Two two different hits in two different cities. That's what that reminded me
0: of. Uh, yeah, no, that that's true. And and Philadelphia was involved in both of those stories. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Joel Youngblood, there's a blast from the past. We're getting, yeah, we're getting up there, John. We're we're getting up there. Yeah, uh, I try not to think about it too much. Yeah, but but at any rate, we we, we didn't uh, mention the the women in Hockey East. We we have to do that.
2: Yeah, uh, as we come to the halfway mark here, Ken, uh, you got some teams that are really on a roll here. Uh, Northeastern starting to pick it back up again, as I knew they would. Uh, the Huskies now tied for third. But uh, UNH is also on a nice winning streak. Uh, Wildcats have won three in a row. Maine is also on a nice streak. The uh, Black Bears have won uh, three straight. So uh, the women's race is as hot as ever. BC and UConn are tied for the top. Uh, with 28 points. Uh, Northeastern and UNH are tied then with 21, and then you've got a real race between Vermont, Merrimack, Maine, Providence, and uh, BU. And uh, if the season were to end today, uh, the opening round buys would go to BC, Yukon, Northeastern, UNH, Vermont, and Merrimack, and your opening round matchups would be Holy Cross playing at Maine and BU playing at Providence. So we're winding down with the first half. There are some league games at both the men and the women uh, coming up. There's only one on the men's side that uh, Providence, B.C. will play Saturday in Chestnut Hill. That's a game that I'm actually doing on the radio for, uh-huh. uh, Providence, for Providence Radio on Saturday. But um, uh, the women have some action this weekend as Providence will come to the Whittemore Center to take it on UNH. Merrimack will uh, travel north up to Vermont. And uh, Providence will also play at BU after they uh, finish up. With UNH, so uh, BU will also play uh, Holy Cross. So still a few more league games to play uh, this weekend. And uh, the standings will be adjusted yet again after this week's play.
0: Well, uh, we appreciate the update. Uh, Good to hear the Wildcats are are back on track in women's play. Uh, And so it's uh, going to be an interesting uh, final couple of months of of the regular season. Uh, John, that date was August 4th. 1982 august uh, 4th yeah. 1982 uh, young blood became the only player in mlb history to get hits for two different teams in two different cities on the same day
2: yep yeah that's that sticks out because it's such a unique and strange fact uh, those are the facts that kind of uh, stick in your memory so uh, as you were describing that story uh, it just kind of uh, popped into my head. So always fun to relive that
0: stuff. And absolutely. And, and boy, John, you know, that was that was over 41 years ago. I didn't think you were that old. Oh, believe me.
2: <laughs> I am. <laughs> uh, but it, it's just a number, as they always It think. is just
0: yeah. a number. You're only as old as you feel. Right, John? Right. Well,
2: Wednesday night, I'll get some youth and vigor back in me as uh I'm up on that stage,
0: so I'm looking forward to that. John Leahy live and in person this coming Wednesday night. So circle those calendars if you haven't already. He'll be on stage at the Bank of New Hampshire stage. Beautiful venue, John. You will be blown away. And I know there's a there's a restaurant that's open in that in that facility every day. And I hope they stay open after six o'clock. <laughs>
2: well, what... I well, I have to tell you Ken, uh, you you were talking about a story. I'll give you a very quick one here. Uh I was down in Nashville with my wife back in uh, April and part of that uh, vacation was visiting the Grand Old Opry. Oh uh, uh, yeah. You have, you have to put that on your list no. if you are ever. Oh. That that's a bucket list thing.
0: Uh, I've so, been there. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: so uh, obviously we saw our show that night and we and we had uh we also had backstage passes to to do the tour oh, afterwards. Wow. Wow. I've never had that. And so yeah, At the end of the night, uh, I'm standing on the stage of the Grand Old Opry visualizing what it would be like to play in front of that crowd with those people. So, um, it's, yeah, I have the performer, Gene. I love to be out there uh, performing, and uh, Wednesday I'll bring that spirit with me.
0: Yes, you will. You will whip the crowd into a frenzy, as you always do. People will be singing along. They'll be dancing. There's a lot of room to dance there at the Bank of New Hampshire stage in downtown Concord. And uh, John will be there, and it'll be a lot of fun. And, and John, always uh, appreciate your contribution and contributions to this program.
2: Ken, it's a great thrill for me to be here. Thanks for having me on, and uh, we'll see you Wednesday night.
0: I will look forward to it. Thanks, John. Thank you, Ken. See you soon. John right. Leahy, our Hockey East guru right here on WKXL. KXL Kale and Company Live on this Monday morning. We have snow on the ground. I, I think, you know, it, it puts people in the holiday spirit. I know I am. And, and maybe later on today I'll have some holiday spirits. I, I don't know. It's possible. Uh, we'll take a break and be uh, right back after these words. Kale and Company Live presented by Northeast Delta Dental. We shall return. Stay with us. Welcome back. It is Kale and Company live right here. WKXL, the only radio station you'll ever need at 1450 AM, 1039 FM on the uh, on the FM dial. Yeah, uh, 1039 in the Concord area, 1019 FM. In Manchester and well beyond. I was driving uh, north yesterday uh, from my uh, grandson's basketball game in Massachusetts and uh, picked up the station uh, in Wyndham on uh, 93. So, so there you go. We're all over the place now. And uh, nhtalkradio.com, if you... Uh, uh, travel uh, you know, anywhere in the United States, uh, abroad. I've never picked it up abroad because I have never tried. I've never been uh, abroad since I've been here at KXL. But uh, I have picked it up many, many places, and uh, nhtalkradio.com, wherever uh, you may go. Uh, all right. So I teased earlier in the day that we are going to have a brand-new program today. Starting today, live at 10 o'clock, the world-famous Slim will be in studio. And the name of the show is The Sports Machine with Slim. That's that's all I'm going to tell you. He can explain the rest when you tune in at 10 o'clock this morning. Slim will be talking sports and... You can join in the conversation at 603 224 1450. 603 224 1450, as you can here on & Company. But Slim will be with you uh, right after 10 o'clock this morning. I can't wait to hear it myself uh, right here on WKXL. So Slim will be joining you. And, uh, you know, we're, we're adding to our great list of uh, local programming like uh, Artful Living, Unscripted, our show with the uh, Southern New Hampshire Area Health Education Center. Uh, We are adding more local programming all the time, and it's a very exciting time uh, here at WKXL as we add another live show today right after 10 o'clock. So if you want to get, your frustrations out concerning the New England Patriots or any other topic you would care to discuss, I am certain that Slim uh, will, uh, will uh, field your calls. He will field them flawlessly, and you can get your frustrations out uh, right here on uh, WKXLNHTalkRadio.com. Whether you're frustrated with uh, uh, the Patriots and who isn't, Who isn't these days, if you're a Patriots fan? I know the rest of the country is loving this. They're loving the Patriots' struggles. But we're not. We're not here in New England. The rest of the country, they're loving it. They're loving it because the Patriots, probably uh, the most hated franchise in sports. Why? Why? Because of all their great success over the years. Six Super Bowls with Tom Brady, at quarterback. We were spoiled. And now we're just another team. In fact, worse than most. And the rest of the country is loving it. But we're suffering. We're suffering big time here. Four years now since Tom Brady has departed the scene. And this is what we have? After four years, this is the team we have assembled. Now, that being said, the defense is terrific. The defense has been great. How about this for a statistic, folks? This is going to blow you away. When I heard this, I could not believe it. Patriots are the first pro football team. We're talking NFL, we're talking AFL, we're talking NFC, NFC. First pro football team since 1938, 1938, that was even before I was born, to have its defense limit the opposition to 10 or fewer points in three straight games and lose all three of those games. It's been 10-10-6 for the Patriots in their last three games. They, the defense has allowed 26 points in three games, which is amazing. Amazing. No other NFL team can say that over the last three weeks. Not even close. Not even close. Look, Kansas City Chiefs gave up 27 points just last night. Even with Taylor Swift in attendance at Green Bay oh the uh, Kansas City Chiefs as good as they are they pretty much laid an egg last night but give Green Bay credit Green Bay's a team on the rise right now and they beat Kansas City last night 27 to 19 and uh, yeah if you are keeping score at home along with us uh, Taylor Swift was there and I I believe. I could have missed something, but I believe uh, they only showed her once. She was sitting, of course, of course, in a private box. You don't think she's going to sit outside in 32-degree weather in Green Bay, Wisconsin, do you? No, she was sitting uh, in a private box with a couple of other people. Uh, Not Mrs. Kelsey. I didn't see Mrs. Kelsey uh, last night. Maybe she was in Philadelphia. It was a tough day for the Kelsies. Jason Kelsey and the Eagles were... Oh, humiliated by the San Francisco 49ers yesterday, 42-19 to 19 in Philadelphia. And Kansas City, well, they lost in Green Bay last night, 27-19. to 19. They had a chance to, uh, you know, maybe tie it on a Hail Mary at the end of the game, but uh, that didn't work. Might have been a pass interference call that uh, the officials missed. But Kansas City went down to defeat in Green Bay last night, 27 to 19, and the Eagles lost at home uh, to San Francisco. So not, not a great day for the Kelsey brothers. Nor was it a good day for the Patriots. I'm sure you know by now, if you if you care. At this point, that the Patriots lost to the Los Angeles Chargers. They will always be San Diego in my heart, but they are the Los Angeles Chargers. Six to nothing yesterday in a game that probably uh, set pro football back about 30 years. A six to nothing loss uh, by the Patriots to the LA Chargers. Patriots defense, 26 points they've given up in the last three games. Unheard of. Uh, Absolutely unheard of. And the Patriots have lost all three of those games. That shows you where the offense is right now, and to make matters worse, to make matters worse, they lost their best running back, Ramondre Stevenson, on the second series of the ball game. So it was a tough day all the way around. Uh, Bailey Zappi uh, started at quarterback, went all the way, took good care of the football, which is more than we can say for Mac Jones. But the Patriots didn't put any points on the board. And there was one scenario. Patriots had a fourth and two, I believe it was. I was listening on the radio. I was driving home from Massachusetts. And they had a fourth and two near midfield. It was the first play of the fourth quarter. And they decided to punt instead of go for it. They're two and nine. Take a chance. And uh, the radio analyst, uh, former Patriots quarterback, Scott Zolak, was going nuts. As were the crowd that was there. It was raining. Anybody that was uh, in the stands yesterday really put up with a lot. No points by the Patriots and lots of rain. It was not a pretty sight, folks. But anyway... On to bigger and better things. They have the Thursday night game this week. They have the Amazon Prime game. That's right. 8:15. This is a Thursday. They'll be taking on the Steelers in Pittsburgh. All right. Celtics tonight. They have their quarterfinal matchup with the Indiana Pacers in Indianapolis in the in-season tournament. Celtics win. They go to Vegas. On Thursday for the semifinals, it's an exciting time for the Boston Celtics. And the Bruins won last night. Brad Marchand with a natural hat trick in the third period. Three goals, three in a row. 3-1, the Bees beat Columbus. All right, that brings you up to date. Wow, it's been a rapidly moving hour. So I'll get back out and do my snow shoveling. Not much snow to shovel, but anyway... We'll see you tomorrow, and uh, we'll be talking insurance with D.J. Betancourt, the state insurance commissioner. The commish will be with us uh, tomorrow during our uh, monthly insurance segment. You won't want to miss it right here, WKXLNHTalkRadio.com. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Don't forget, always look on the bright side of life. Have a great Monday, everybody. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs>